Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ivanice, a.k.a. La Sicaria, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building from Lucha Underground, and you're listening to the Oversell Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 82, and we are talking WWE Royal Rumble. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome finally to the Oversell Podcast. This is Take 42. My name is Derek. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. And joining us tonight, our favorite ambassador from the three-handled moss-covered wrestling podcast, or whenever they record it, and I'm lucky to call this guy a friend. We've also got Shaggy with us. Shaggy, what's going on, bro? I'm secret take number 43. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I'm going to tell you, I had about a nervous breakdown trying to get everything set up tonight, and everything. It, it's a new month, and everything just didn't want to work. It's all because of the Royal Rumble. And he refuses to save these for a blooper reel. Yeah. May, what, it, Tweet him and bug ass. him to save them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have a certain reputation to uphold, and I, what do you say, Zandig? Jesus! I agree. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. let's <laughs> Let's get into it, guys. Uh, Royal Rumble was this past Sunday. Another six. Actually, it was five an hour and some change. Yeah. Right? Something mm-hmm. like that. It ended pretty early. Yeah. But that- it started at like 12 o'clock the day before. Yep. Yeah. Let's get into some <laughs> Royal Rumble thoughts. We'll um, do the individual matches first, go into the Rumble, and then kind of give an overall grade as far as the whole show. Mike, why don't you take us away? All right, we had matches on the kickoff show because that's what they do now. They just try to fill that up with as much stuff as they can. Uh, Six-woman tag team match. Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, Naomi defeated Alexa Bliss, Natalia, and Mickey James. It was interesting that they gave Naomi the pin over... I mean, obviously, it's leading her to being the next big competitor for the almost said Divas Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I think she, you know, on SmackDown this week she got the pin also in a tag match. Yep, uh, with, and that was with uh, it was her and Becky or Lynch and Vince versus Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, so same match pretty much on SmackDown, but I mean it was all right. It was just filler. Uh, it's good to see you know it's good to see SmackDown using all of their women's roster, unlike Raw that uses two, three three at a time. Yeah. yeah. So what do you guys think? I enjoyed it, um, you know. Um, I enjoyed everything, really, up until the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I actually enjoyed, after sleeping on it, after being, wait, after being all Mr. Horse, I, I, from fucking Rennie Stampy and going, no, sir, didn't like it. <laughs> Uh, I fucking slept on it and thought about it. I was like, I actually enjoyed the entire pay-per-view, including the somewhat controversial thing that we'll talk about later on the show. I'm probably the only person that likes the Royal Rumble as it was, but yeah. George in our chat room just said it best. Raw has a women's division. (laughs) It it has a chance to have a great women's division if it didn't have freaking... 
just Charlotte, Bailey, and who else? Nia Jax. Nia Jax, those four. I mean, SmackDown just seems to do everything better, in my opinion. Hold on, time out. I really fucked that up because I thought we were talking about the pay-per-view as a whole. No, if you're talking about the women's match, I pretty much, yeah, I, I'm I'm 100% with it with Naomi getting whatever push. That's one woman that deserves any and all pushes towards her way. She She's ste- she's stepping her game up. Um, you know, it, it's just good to see SmackDown using an entire complement of their roster as opposed to Raw keeping pretty much the same women's match every week, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry we concur. about that. <laughs> I mean, they're using, and it's not that they're all using them for the title. They're also they also have other stories going on, and you have, you know, the whole thing going on with Nikki Bella and Natalia at the same time. That's telling a totally different story, and it's a good story. Other than, I mean, not having a title. And Dan, let me ask you this: I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a guy and for the security team for the WWE now, and I swear he looks a lot like Action Jackson. Have you seen? Oh uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> is, that, is, is that Action Jackson? That is Action Jackson. Yes, that's uh, awesome. He he showed up not once, not twice, but three times. Uh, he was uh, on the pay per view, uh, the NXT uh, takeover pay per view. Yeah, he yeah, um, and uh, he he came out and was one of the guys that hauled off Seth Rollins. And uh, then uh, he showed up on Monday Night Raw again, um, and I I forgot which segment he was involved in. Um, but then he went to SmackDown as well. Yeah, he was. And he was part got of in between Natalia and Nikki. Yeah, he's part of Natalia's security team or whatever. I, I at first I didn't believe it, but then I realized like that's that's Action Jackson. Yeah. The only thing that's missing is uh, the water pack. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Action Jackson. I'm glad I'm glad he got in there and uh you know got his face on TV. That's it's uh it's great for him, you know, cuz he's he's all about the wrestling business. He wants to be a part of it, you know. And he's a young up and coming guy and you know, he deserves it. Shaggy Action Jackson is a local wrestler here in Memphis that I've gotten to see at MEW Wildfire, a couple other shows around town. I mean, he's he's a fun guy. I think I've Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I no, apologize. No, no. He, this he's, is your show. I'm just no. cutting you off like a dick. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's just he's a he's a very exciting wrestler. One thing I love about him is um, a couple times in the matches, he was going through. They're doing a skit, or you know, just doing um, everything, and then he stops, acts like he's going to have a heart attack, then goes to the guy, points at his shoes, and yells, "What are those?" And the whole, the, <laughs> the whole crowd loves it. Yeah, I think I heard you guys talk about him before on an earlier episode that I was not featured on. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, underline the words yeah. more me. We we dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. <laughs> what was the next, What was the okay. next match? And I've actually gotten to wrestle. Uh, John Allen was uh, what he was known as back uh, when I got to wrestle him. Uh, but I've wrestled him a couple of times, and uh, he's, you know, he's on his game. I, I I enjoyed wrestling him and I enjoy watching him when he wrestles. So yeah, he's very exciting. Mike, what's the next match? Raw Tag Team Championship, which was on the kickoff show. Gallows and Anderson defeated Cesaro and Sheamus. It's about fucking time. That the- I agree. So no one's gonna be upset that this was on the pre-show. That a title, that a title change on the pre-show. 
And before you answer that, I want to say, uh, Dan, it's great to have you back. I've missed you. And uh, <laughs> you've always been my favorite, other than Derek. Here. Well, oh, well, you know. <laughs> Not, I can't be everyone's favorite. No. Yeah. Um, well, but, fuck all you guys. But, you know. <laughs> I, was wondering, I was wondering when Mike was going to say something. <laughs> Mike's just like, what? Oh, whatever. Oh, he's like, fuck Shaggy. I'm sick of him. That's why we don't have you back on the show. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, I'm not too upset um, as long as they keep Gallows and Anderson looking somewhat dominant as long as they're holding those um, tag team titles. But they had time to have that on the main show. Yeah. They should have been tag I mean, team champions had, three months ago. Yeah. And they had three matches on the pre-show. They had time to put that one on. Because the Rumble ended at what, like 9.30 our time, roughly? Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. They were you dragging could've... ass on the pre-show. Well, that's when you have two hours to fill with three matches. What else are you going to do but drag ass? I mean, it's just... Way a lot. It's a lot of content. They could have cut an hour off the pre-show, had the three matches in that in one hour, or you know, cut two matches and put championship match on the main card. Yeah, I agree. Yep, like it fucking should have been. Yeah, but uh, I am happy that um, Luke Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are now your WWE Tag Team Champions. And like I said, it's about fucking time. These guys, I'll agree. I'll agree with you there. I mean, like they're world renowned for crying out loud for being tag team champions. You know, wherever they went. Well, don't you know? You know, don't say that to too many people because they'll just call you some crappy wrestling fans or some indie marks or something like that. Because I have a cousin named Mark. Oh, sorry. Well, I didn't mean Mark in a derogatory way. Does he wrestle? You know, I'm lying. I have no cousin named Mark. See, that's what you get for fucking believing me, you damn Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're on fire tonight, buddy. Hey, man, that's what I do. But you know, um, you know, don't say you're a big fan of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows because they'll call you a IWC nerd geek whatever with your wrestling skinny jeans with your young bucks tights on or whatever you know. hold on you still mm-hmm. call him doc luke whatever whatever no i'm just no 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 no. i'm not giving you shit i'm just i'm legit asking you a question do you always call him do you call him doc because uh, like i guess i've been used to calling him like luke for the for the for the longest but i blame the podcast too because they because he says luke doc gallows yeah, I, I just whatever he, it, it's in my head at the time, I call him that. Yeah, whether it's fair so, sometimes I make accidentally call him Festus. Festus yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, don't tell. There was a fucking report that Vince didn't know that he was Festus, and they were trying to keep that shit on the download so he don't fucking remember who the fuck he was. <laughs> what is this? It was a legit. At first, at first it, it was a joke, but then it came out uh, that it was legit reports that he didn't. That Vince forgot, totally forgot he was Festus, and he fucking remembered. He's like, "Holy shit, you're Festus!" Like you were that one guy. It's like, oh fuck. Well, and Vince also didn't he call Michael Carver or Michael Tarver uh, Shelton? When he asked him a question in front of all the boys, yeah, but also what's the name did uh, what it was like Dixie Carter did the same shit, but the Shelton she called him something else. So yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Fucking black bless. folks look like Black History Month, everybody. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I would. That's what I'm here for. Uh, next match, another kickoff match because they never ended. Nia Jax defeated Sasha Banks. It it surprised me that they. It was pretty much a squash. Yeah, for the most yeah, part. I mean, that was 
that was uh, like no offense hardly from Sasha. Or, you know, it was almost like one of the one of the indie girls going up against her. Yep. And you know they they need to stop. Um, George in our chat room said it earlier. They don't need to. Uh, they need to stop this injury gimmick. I mean, if injury prone gimmick is stupid. Get her off. If you're going to do that, get her off TV for a while, and let her come back as a heel. That's what needs to yeah. happen with it, with Sasha. Not That's the- kind of what they're shooting for. Like, because she can't really stop Naya, and then you want to make Naya look great and. Sasha can sell like a motherfucker, so that's kind of what you want to. It's kind of what you want to do. I mean, yeah, you want to let Sasha get her shit in, but at the same time, I mean, you're, you're not. I mean, come on, man. If you're gonna let her do all that, like realistically, oh man, Sasha's gonna pull the win. Off. Nah, because even then, Bailey fucking when she beat her in NXT, uh, Bailey had to go through the damn rigor to fucking even try to beat Nia, mm-hmm. and still made Nia look like a beast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree, I agree, and uh, you know the next night on Raw, uh, Nia attacked her again, didn't she? When, yeah, and, and Bailey and came to a rescue, yeah, and, Sa- and uh, Sasha was like, "Nah, leave me alone." So I think I think a little bit of off time for Sasha and let her come back would be would be much more better for her character. That's just me. I love Sasha. Nah, you, thanks you, to death. You're on to something, man. No, no, I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I'm just like, I'm just saying, like, I had no beef with Sasha getting her. That's actually the quickest, like, quickest Sasha's ever lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, it's, I mean, it's, it's all the help. I mean, it's all the help of uh, Naya and then Sasha's like, yo, Sasha losing her edge. And Naya's a fucking killing machine. So there you go. Yeah, and I do like that they're doing that with Nia because she should be treated as a force in the women's division. And she stopped smiling, too. Yeah. She's such a beautiful woman. Yes, she is. I, w- I really wish her voice was a little bit different, though, because she sounds like a 16-year-old girl when she talks. <laughs> like, dude, no, it's funny because she does have that Bobby Lashley syndrome where motherfuckers are she- like, well, the, she looks like you're, you look huge, <laughs> and then you talk, and it's like, where the fuck did your puberty go? Sounds like the yeah. the Undertaker in Suburban Commando. I'm gonna get you, Ramsey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we just made a Suburban Commando reference on this podcast. Wow. Yep. That's what the Royal Rumble has <clears throat> yeah, that, done. That's to us. not we're, surprising. We're, we're, we're Hulk, probably one of Hulk Hogan's worst movies. We just talked about it on the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! We don't diss Suburban Commando. Dude, no matter suburban, how shit it was. It was shit. It was shit. It was shit. Next match. <laughs> Finally got to the main card. Yay. Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte defeated Bailey. What are you guys' thoughts? Needed to happen. Dan? Bailey yep. winning that belt. Yep. Uh, Bailey keeping the pay-per-view streak alive. Helps the story yeah. for WrestleMania, in my opinion. Bailey should and get ba- her moment there. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it's pretty much you. You, you, uh, you guys are saying pretty much what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Bailey will probably get a moment of mania, and yet you want to. I mean, if you had Charlotte, if if that's the only way Charlotte was gonna lose this match is if she if she cheated, but she's won all her pay per view matches apparently clean. So you kind of want to just go in there with that dominance, but you don't want to make uh, Bailey look like a chump either. So. I mean, yeah, there was no way you had Charlotte losing this match. Especially like why would you have Bailey win the women's title on on fucking Royal Rumble? It's not where it's not even about the title changes. Right. Um, you know, there's a, a spot I remember in that match um that I really liked and it was uh the figure 4 
was put on. And she tried to go. Uh, Charlotte tried to go into figure eight, but she did the old heel move, which is a very lost art <coughs> of grabbing the bottom ropes for a little bit of extra leverage, which I know in real life does absolutely nothing. But it just would have put more pressure on her own neck. Yeah, the yeah. Way she was doing but it. it, it uh, if you're doing if you're doing like a figure four, yeah, that's going to put some pressure on it. But if you're doing like the figure eight, like she does, then yeah, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> well, I just I just like it because it reminded me of the good old days when a heel would put. Uh, baby face in an abdominal stretch and while he's next to the rope and the rope wasn't looking he'd reach out and grab that rope yeah. and you know it, it's just a very old school heel tactic that you don't see a lot you know heels don't really cheat as much in a match as they did back in the day you guys notice that yeah yep I mean whatever <laughs> is it yeah uh, whatever happened to the good old days when Lawler would reach into his tights and pull out a chain or you know, the regal with the you know the power of the punch. You know, I used to love. Well, they, only, they only have one person doing that now, and that's Miz. Yeah, I you mean, know, he's I, constantly cheating, or you know, Maurice is constantly getting involved, or whatever. But everybody else is like a straight up, you know, a straight up clean pin or whatever every time almost. I want my heels cheating because it makes it, it adds sympathy for the baby face. I want them. Every, any advantage a heel a heel should try to take as many advantages in a match as they can, and that's that that's one thing that's been helping the Miz, I think, since he's become a heel and brought back Maurice. You know, we don't have that valet on the outside that's tripping guys or you know just stepping up on the apron and distracting someone. We don't see that much anymore. Here's here's the deal with Miz versus everybody else. He's the only true heel that you have. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is up in the air. You're always gonna boo Miz. You're never gonna cheer for him. Well, everyone's always gonna boo Roman. Dolph, Dolph Ziggler kicked kicked Jerry Lawler in the chest and in Memphis in for Memphis. Christ's sakes, and people still cheered for yeah. Dolph. I just want to add a side note. I, I just want to add an interesting side note to that. I did not cheer for that super kick. Just so we know. I know you didn't, Derek. I know how much Jerry Lawler means to you. However, the 13-year-old probably next to you was like, yeah, kick him again. Yeah, that 13-year-old was dreadhead Kev, and he was all about Lawler getting super kicked. <laughs> exactly. So it's like the heel, the, the heels that we all grew up with aren't the same anymore, man. I grew up loving heels. It's kind of like really hard for me to boo when I'm actually like, matter of fact, when I'm at NXT shows, and I'm like, respectfully boo you, sir. Respectfully boo. Boo as I'm clapping. Uh, like showing my appreciation <laughs> by booing the shit out of them. But it's kind of like you, uh, you, you don't get as much. I mean, even even in the pre-show tag match, you got, uh, what was it, Anderson rolled up and pinned, uh, what was it, no, not Cesaro. Yeah, pinned Cesaro by rolling his tights. I mean, that's about as cheating yeah. as you're going to get, but no one's going to boo or Carl Anderson. Got, no one's going to boo Luke and Carl, man. So, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. I know wrestling has changed a lot. Over the past few years, there's no traditional good guys and bad guys, but it's like you said, the Miz is that bad guy. He's the only guy that's gonna go out there and intentionally get booed. But yeah, it's it's because of the fans too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the fans just cheer who they want to cheer well, now, and they don't they don't care about good versus bad. It's who they like. Well, it's, it's also merch sales too. Well, you know, yeah, the wrestlers want to be able to sell their shirt to make a couple extra bucks. Uh, you know, and no, that's one thing I like about Jericho when he's a heel. He doesn't have merch for sale. Yeah. Not that he needs the money. He just he's he's that smart about it. He's well, like, now. What? 
even that changed. I'm pretty damn sure I got a Drink It In Man shirt somewhere in this house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never see him pimping out his gear. At least, you know, well, when, yeah, is it, is it like official WWE deal. shirt? He's not like doing that now. I was just surprised. That, Holy shit. He came out with merch and I bought it because I figured it'd be a collector's item. Yeah, that's a good that's a good buy. Is it official WWE? Yes, it is official WWE merchandise. And he does have shirts. Hell, he was selling um, he was selling the list of ugly sweaters. <laughs> and I remember it was seeing marketed that, yeah. by him. It wasn't like, at, and I don't think that was WWE shop joint, but it was weird now that you mention it because he had all that merch while he was a heel. I'm like, man, this side, no shit's changed. Yep, <laughs> yep. What was the next match? All right, well, going back to the, to the women's match, yeah, you know, ahead. we were talking about, you know, that's they use the same three or four people all the time. What other women are on Raw right now? Well, you got Nia, you've got Bailey, you've got Charlotte, you've got Sasha, and who else? Uh, Alicia Fox. Yeah, she's kind of, yeah, but she's uh, more two or five live, live now. Much. Eventually, at some point, we're gonna have fucking Emmalina or Emma or whatever the fuck she's gonna be, right? They didn't even do a promo for. Her. This week, yeah, because they just stopped trying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they had. I honestly Paige. think she won't be around till WrestleMania. Yeah, after it, the night after yeah, WrestleMania. the night after WrestleMania. Who knows? What will you? It's gonna be damn worth but the so, wait. Though. And you got Dana Brooke. Where's she been? Do we? We're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, uh, didn't she get injured though? Yeah, she's on the shelf. Oh well. Injuries suck. We'll get to that. So they don't have <laughs> anybody else right now, really. Well, they should have drafted a little <clears throat> bit better. Which I wonder when I wonder how far after WrestleMania they're going to do a draft. It, it'd have to be like you know they'd have to do the draft like a year apart. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, next match. Uh, Universal Championship, no disqualification. Owens defeated Reigns. Okay, well that match was fucking badass. That was a great match. I love that match, and Dustin Five Star called it. You know when you're up in a shark cage over the ring. You know, you can have a guy drop down chains and brass knuckles, and he did it, and I thought that was great for the match. Yeah. I mean, it, it was oh, yeah. a no-DQ match. Kevin, oh, what? God, this match. No, go ahead. I will get on the fucking soapbox <laughs> in <Okay>. one second. <laughs> I enjoyed the match. I thought they beat the hell out of each other. I love the, t- uh, the Kevin Owens going through the pyramid of chairs spot. Uh, that power bomb through the table on the outside, through the announcer's table on the outside, that looks stiff as hell. And those guys just—it's t- to me—they just beat the hell out of each other. And this is—I thought it was a great match. I thought both the title matches on this show were really good. And it started off with that one. What'd you guys think? Uh, yeah, this—that uh, was a great. You know, Jericho. I, we have to put him in that category where he's starting to be a definite heel too. You know, because he's using the list of Jericho in his matches and stuff like that. And uh, <clears throat> you know. Uh, <laughs> Dustin being the the old school wrestling fanatic that you know we all are in Memphis, you know we've seen just about every kind of gimmick match possible, thanks to WCW and Memphis wrestling, and uh, you know <laughs> it's uh it's fun to see you know matches like this you know and and have the occasional you know four corners match or the cage, manager in a cage match or whatever you know. And uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it, you know, and I I liked the outcome. And, you know, I have no complaints about this one. 
George just sent me a picture of Chris Jericho with Sasha Banks and Bailey, and they're both Sasha Banks and Bailey both are wearing drinking in man shirts. Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. I've seen that picture. That's pretty funny. All right, time for the soapbox. <laughs> yeah, your soapbox is prepared, sir. I've dusted it off for you. Okay. Let me come out and say this now. I actually enjoyed this match. wasn't my match of the night, but I enjoyed this match. Um, simply because Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, by the way, Roman Reigns, who has not had a bad match since 2014, um, in my opinion, uh, the man that that the they're they're both meshing together is pretty dope. But here's the thing, and it's going right back to what Derek and I just talked about. Being a heel. Now, why? Now, let me ask you all a question. If you guys were to get punched with some brass knuckles, you don't think, especially a high-impact high punch, you don't think you're getting up from that, are you? I'm not. I'm, I'd, I'd still be asleep today. <laughs> somehow, somehow, Dan's gonna probably be like, "Nah, I take that shit like a champ, like a champ." <laughs> well, uh, it's funny because, like, see what I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the thing: it's like being being a professional wrestler uh, for seven years. You find out a lot of things about your body, and you know, I found out one of the things I found out. Um, I worked this guy that had supposedly been in the business for 20 years and I was told, okay, just do whatever he wants to do and you'll be fine. So I get in the ring and this guy proceeds to literally with every single time he touches me, he's hurting me. It didn't matter if it was just grabbing me or kicking me or punching me or doing whatever. Every single time he went to kick me in the gut, he missed and hit me right in the balls. And that was, and we're talking like probably 20 to 25 kicks to the gut in this match, you know, and uh, (laughs) after a while of getting kicked in the balls, you finally just go, well, it doesn't really hurt anymore. (laughs) And then I started getting pissed off. Well, then... Um, he had warned me before the match. He goes, I will do a shoot kick to your back, you know, and he did, he did a snap mare and shoot kick me in the back and everything. And I knew that was coming. So, but, and that still hurt like everything that hurt 10 times more than anything else he did, which was already hurting. So, (laughs) so, you know, we get through this match and by the time I get through this match and everything, by the end, the he went off on a tangent and and the outcome was not what the promoter wanted uh we ended up getting double counted out and it it wound up because the guy got pissed off that i wouldn't let him suplex me on the floor after he'd been kicking me in the balls the whole match and you know there was that so i was like yeah i don't trust you to suplex me on the floor sorry (laughs) so But that being what it was, I found out about, you know, pain and a certain amount of pain and like, you know, how you, you know, can get hit. You can get knocked out and involuntarily you can kick out, you know, Um, and I'll even bring up uh, Shane McMahon when he got speared by Roman Reigns and he got knocked the (laughs) F out. (laughs) Oh, sweet Lord. 
he, you know, spiked him, you know, first of all, Roman got spiked into the mat and then Shane, he was just knocked completely out. You, you, you know, you could tell by the look on his face, he was gone, but he still got a shoulder up when he got pinned, you know? So, I mean, there's that, you know, there's involuntary stuff like that, you know? So, yeah, you know, I'm looking more at like WWE looks at Reigns as a, the next John Cena, you know? Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, kind of. I'm kind of in that. And I'm kind of in that frame of mind. I've accepted the fact that Roman Reigns is not going away, no matter how much we boo him, no matter how much people hate him, no matter how much people get down on Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is not going anywhere. Um, you know, I, and I doubt they'll ever turn him heel, just like Cena, because they don't need to. People boo him without him being turned heel. I got so. another thing about that being heel thing, which we'll talk about later. Um, Thank you for the impromptu Dan tale. I've, <laughs> I've really missed those. And I was like, I just, I, if I can hear Dan talk for like an hour, I would, it'd be the best hour of my life. But what I was saying is why plant a fucking brass knuckle shot, a shot that of course fucking finished dudes, William Regal, and yeah. I mean, you just uh, you punch, dude, and he's gonna get up from it. Why? Why brass knuckles? Use something else. Use mm-hmm. the list for Christ's sakes. It's yep. too bad. Well, don't I don't think he, I don't think he could have pulled a kendo stick out from his pants up there. I'd be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That shit just irked me so bad. Like it fucking bothered me. I'm like, of course, because you, as soon as you saw the brass knuckles, you're like, okay, Owen's going to get those, and he's going to fuck around and miss, and then he's going to get punched with said brass knuckles. Obviously, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. It actually happened the other way. Owen still missed. Reigns went to go punch. He missed, and then Owen just clocked, decked his ass with the brass knuckles and put him out. And I'm just sitting here going like, man, come on. I was, uh, uh, I was bothered by that. It was good just, psychology, though. That was good psychology. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, you, I'm, you thought I'm, you knew it was going to happen, but it didn't. Yeah, like it's just <laughs> yeah. like, at that point because I was like, dude, Roman's going to fucking take that belt off of Kevin, and he's going to win via brass knuckles because that's how it's going to happen. And then it didn't happen. I'm like, oh, because another thing was like because the one thing I'm going to step off the soapbox because now the one thing we forget to mention in this one match that that was actually you know very fucking dope to me anyway. Is uh, Mr. Uh, Strowman yeah. just happened to interfere <laughs> that, <laughs> and wreck Roman shit? You know, and that was great because we just did not. I did not. When no one saw that coming, no. Uh, nope. I I really thought Reigns was walking out with the title, and when Braun came out, I think we, you know, everyone went that was at our little watch party we were having here was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yep. And, Reigns got that, re- or Owens got that reluctant pin, and there you have it. So, you know, it's it's great to see them. You know, they were able to surprise <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they surprised us there. Yeah. So that uh, that should bring us to cruiserweight cruiserweight match. It was good. Neville defeated Rich Swan. It was good. Neville should be Neville should be the. I know I picked Swan. Looking back at our picks, which <laughs> Dustin Star beat both of us by one. No, he's so. not here, so he didn't win. Yeah, well, he you beat him in trivia, so yeah. Um, uh, but it's good too. It's it, Neville should be on top of the cruiserweight division now. They just need you know Swan. I think is going to, um, 
Swan's going to be a good, ch- I think, good chasing for that title. But well, did I hear he got hurt, or am I just? Nah, he got hurt on Raw. Okay, he, that was I did. So I did hear that. I'm just not up to <coughs> snuff on it. But I, you know, there's plenty of guys that'll be good for the chase. But on Neville, Neville is great as a heel. Yeah, he's been yes, killing. Oh it. Jesus Christ. He's been killing it. Yeah. And this match was good. I mean, it was just a solid. I, I'm still wanting. I want some flippy floppy cruiserweight shit <laughs> to start happening. I'm, I'm And s- I understand why Neville doesn't do any of that because that's. Here's the. With, he's if a heel. you're going to be heel, you can't do anything for the crowd to cheer you. Exactly. Right, right, right. right. Like, I, get, I get that. So part. He's, that's why he doesn't do the. He did the Red Arrow once since he's been back, but it wasn't in, it wasn't in a match. It was just attacking someone. Um, but he, since then, he hasn't done it. He's getting the damn suplex. He's getting a superplex over, which I never knew to actually fin- actually finish somebody unless it was through a table or broke a ring. Um, <clears throat> which isn't it crazy? Neville, oh, go ahead. Just go, yeah, go ahead and finish. I'll, I'll, I'm going to bring up. Yeah, the yeah, point yeah. When you get With done. Neville being on the top of the card, I mean, and that's fine. I mean, because he and that's perfect because you needed a dude a super heel like that. Because Brian Kendrick, yeah, he's a heel, but he's not that much of a heel. And you got a whole – it's a whole thing of baby faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Tony Nese and Drew Gulak, but, I mean, Drew Gulak needs work. And, uh, well, personality-wise, in the ring, he's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, Tony Nese looks like a baby Neville anyway, but at the same time, I mean, like, he's cocky and brash. You don't – I mean, and the king – if he's going to be the top heel, you have a bunch of baby faces to choose from. Hell, you even got Austin Aries, which is going to be a foregone conclusion because he's going to be on 205 Live eventually anyway. Oh. Yes, completely agree. Um, my point was, isn't it amazing the way moves that, like, in the 1980s, the superplex was a big finish. You did that on somebody, the match was over. You DDT, Jake Roberts DDT'd someone. DDT was devastating. Yeah, de- you were done. You know, the powerbomb. First time <laughs> I saw a powerbomb, like, somebody needs to check on that dude. He may be dead. Yeah. And now it's just, these are just ordinary, everyday Moves. Hey, the let's elbow drops. Elbow, yeah, yeah. Elbow drops. You know the Tennessee it's, jammer leg drops. It's escalated. It's it's escalated over. It's escalated from twenty or thirty years ago to now. You know, you practically have to throw somebody off a building to beat them. Yep. You know, hey, and, <laughs> speak, and even that might not do it. I, right. I, you know, I, I mean, we had we had people winning <laughs> matches with suplexes back in the sixties and the seventies. You know. Right. And the drop kicks. You know. I meant to ask uh, you had, this um, during the Kevin Owens match. What did you guys think of him doing the stunner? It was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> what came afterwards was even better when Stone Cold was kind of just giving him shit, but not really giving him no, shit. No, no, he was came yeah. out. he was busting Austin his chops. That's. Yeah, Austin came out and said, "Yeah, I was just ripping them, but he because they're they're close." He says, "Man, I got to." He said, "Put some stank on it." <laughs> it was just like, yeah, that was funny to me. Let's see, uh, but back uh, back to cruiserweight. Yep, perfect choice to have Neville on top. Keep him on top for a while. You know, we, I'm I'm still T.J. Perkins is still my favorite dude in the cruiserweight division just because I I love his entrance yeah, music. Yeah, it's all the entrance. It's all about the entrance, and uh, yeah. Next match. Match of the night. Yeah. Cena defeated AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. You know, yeah. great match. Loved every bit of it. It was what, I mean, AJ has done nothing but kill it with anyone he's gotten in the ring with since he's been in the WWE. I have one complaint about this match. 
He t- Cena tied Ric Flair's Ric Flair. acknowledged 16-time World Heavyweight Championship record, and it didn't. There that didn't seem to be important to anybody. I mean, I, it, it's definitely a big deal, but I think it's gonna just a foreshadow. I think it's gonna be a short run, and then him breaking, you know, chasing the title to break the record. That's gonna be the big thing. I totally agree with Mike because it's like you knew he was going to tie the son bitch anyway. It's just that was a matter of time. But the biggest thing is him beating it. So when did when does he win the title back? Next year, if if he loses it to, I mean, honestly, you you would hope that they would they wouldn't do it at WrestleMania. I mean, it's a WrestleMania worthy achievement, but I really think it should be pushed to at least like SummerSlam or even Survivor Series. You know, have him chase it a couple times. WrestleMania next year. Yeah, you, know, you could yeah, do that. I, yeah, I, I think totally. breaking that record's just too big for anything but wrestling. And especially if he's you know semi part time now with all the other stuff he's doing, you, know, you don't have to have him in a feud that's not for the title. You know, you know what we could, you know what I would like to see. SummerSlam, he's wrestling for the world title, and he's about to get the win, and Ric Flair does something. Yeah, does something to keep him from winning. Then <laughs> Survivor Series. And this is going to this is way out of left field, but he's about to win the title for the seventeenth time, and a guy in a mask jumps in the ring and stops it, and they take off the mask, and it's David Flair. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, it's. I it, mean, I see where you go. Yeah. And then finally, at Royal Rumble, he wins the Rumble, and he's going on, and Rick, the Flair family, is banned from ringside or something like that, or do it in a cage, you know, any, something like that. Right. And then John Cena finally gets that mega 17th title moment. And, I mean, you had to make this thing big. Graffiti's got to fall from the sky. I mean, it has to be the biggest moment ever in wrestling history if whenever they decide to right, do it. Right, right. But I just think, like, the story is there. Ric Flair just, keep, can't, does, just can't accept the fact that someone's going to break the record and he keeps getting involved to do it. What you're do you guys touching, think? You're touching on some 98-99 WCW booking there. With exactly. The I was sitting there getting involved. involved. <laughs> oh, this is so, I say, look, man, I know we're all about Southern wrestling here, but, man, this is about as Southern, this is about as Southern shit as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it, it just tells such a good story. It, it would be such a yeah. good story. It, keep now, pos- I, got, I, I made this comment in the private group that I'm in on Facebook and everything, and everybody pretty much agreed with me. And uh, I love the story of the best in the world brings out the best in Cena, you know, and where he finally gets a win over AJ Styles, you know. Um, and it's, you know, it's after he's been AA'd like four or five times and two times in a row, you know, that he that, you know, he's finally able to beat AJ Styles, you know. So, <clears throat> and I, but I, I made that comment, and I and you know I stand by that comment. You know, I love the story of you know the best in the world. AJ Styles brings out the best in John Cena. And I love how it ended. How he he did the AA, that, held on, rolled through, that was and awesome. did it that again was, immediately. That was, I mean, that was sick. that he was showing. Yeah, he had to do that in order to beat him. I mean, it took mm-hmm. how, to it took four AAs right to beat. AJ Styles and one of those was yeah. off the top rope. Yeah. I mean that's that's keeping um that's keeping AJ strong. Yep. So AJ I really enjoyed strong, it. Though. Match match what? Hmm? What'd you say? 
No, I didn't say anything important. No. I know. What What about all the the comparisons? This to the Omega Okada match. I'm. I don't like it. To be honest, I've, I've thought about it, and it, you just have to let it be two things. You know, Okada and Omega. They're going to let them do more in New Japan than they are in the WWE. Right. They're going to they're going to get tables out, and Kenny Omega is going to do crazy ass stomps on them. Uh, they're not going to let John Cena take a bump over the top rope onto a table or AJ Styles because that's just a little too dangerous. Um, I don't like them comparing it. it. It's just two separate things. Let's keep them two separate things. Let's just say that both of them, both the matches were badass. That's that's my thoughts on it. Right. What do you guys I, think? I agree with Derek. Yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? More, but more anarchy, please. More anarchy. Oh, that yes, just more, more, more of it. Because the de- the night it happened, the day actually probably the night or day that it happened after it happened, you get fucking Omega Okada fucking comes out the night it happens and says, "Yeah, our match was better." And then fucking Omega's like, "Yeah, no, you can't compare apples to oranges." But I could have John Cena and AJ Styles' best match in WWE if I was there. And I'm like, "This is all amazing. Please, yes, yes make more <laughs> of it. I need this war to continue because the WWE versus New Japan war is coming." It's coming. I, you know, I, I ca- really, I'm calling it. I really hope that the team, the two companies, could do something to work together because there's so many dream matches opportunities, and right. it would bring more exposure to New Japan Pro Wrestling in the states. And have they announced? Screw when, that, man! What? I don't need them to work together. I need them to be mortal enemies. Make them fucking <laughs> make those motherfuckers WCW of the of the Orient. Fuck that. They, I mean, they're already coming to America. In L.A., not not typically WWE's turf, but just enough. You got Kenny Omega, who's a bigger, who's just became a bigger face in America, just just because of that little instinct. And now people are clamoring for him. Think about it: this, if the, if he's still over there and even gets to be New Japan champion, that shit's gonna even like expand even more, man. Yeah, it's like more people are gonna want to see it, and w, and then they're gonna have matches like that where WWE is gonna try and fucking not just not just to match it. But try to do better than it because it's like holy shit they're getting competition, and it's just I just need more of it more more. You know what we're gonna do? <laughs> we need to do a podcast when we just when it's a dead week and we don't have much to talk about. We're gonna build a WWE versus New Japan Pro Wrestling Dream Card. Okay, I think that'd be so much fun. There well, you go. Yeah, well, more. Yeah. Yes, more, 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 more. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to this Royal Rumble talk. We did a pool here in my house. We did five buck buy-in. You did. Um, you got. Um, well, well, I think it was like Everybody we paid thirty. Six. Yeah, we yeah. had six, and I got the numbers one, two, thirteen, or something like that, and twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. And I didn't win the goddamn pot <laughs> with tw- with the numbers twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty. I didn't win shit because Randy Orton is your winner of this fucking rumble. And you had Goldberg and I had Roman fucking Reigns at thirty. Undertaker. <laughs> I had Roman and you fuck- had Jericho. And I had Jer- now I popped like hell. I had number two when he came out. I think I scared my dog and everyone in there was like, "What the hell is Derek's problem?" Because. When I saw Jericho out at number two, I'm like, fuck yeah. I mean, I was pumped up. I was pumped up 
for this rumble. Would you would you say I, I was pr- Oh, I was absolutely. Pr- yeah. I mean, we all were. All until 30. All until 30. <laughs> all until 30. But before we get to 30, you know, there's so many spots I liked in the rumble. Kofi doing his holy shit, how did your chest not cave in falling onto that thing spot? How did, how did it not cave in more than it already is? Right. Yeah. What were some spots you last like? I like the Jack Gallagher spot. Of course. Where he, Mary Poppins off the, uh, <laughs> where he Mary Poppins off the top rope and <laughs> then Mary Poppins over the top rope. <laughs> Dude, he got flipping launched. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, I don't know. I like uh, the James Ellsworth when he actually got in the Rumble and Dean Ambrose had to trick him and got him hyped up. Yeah, and, that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kurt, Strowman. Dean actually was actually really fucking good that night with him especially going up this uh, Sammy – Saying, yo, what's my number? This is eight. Hold on, read it upside down. No, it's eight. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he's, and then he's like, okay, wake me up when my music hits. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thanks, boss. And he walks out, and I'm like, man, that is that is me as a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's – yeah. It, and it, I stayed pretty hyped through the Rumble, you know. I thought Strowman was great. Strowman was great. Having to come and just destroyed everybody. Baron Corbin mm-hmm. eliminating Braun Strowman. Yeah. That's a hell of yeah, a that's call. That's pretty huge. That's I'm gonna call it now. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a prediction out for twenty eighteen. Baron Corbin will win win the Royal Rumble next year. Okay. Barring uh, barring an injury, the Andre or, the Giant battle royal uh, under his belt. Yeah, I'm I barring got, an I injury. I either got him or Miz winning the uh, Money in the Bank for SmackDown. I think this year that that's got the Miz has to win that. He has to. Uh, it's just depend depends on who leaves the depends on who's still champ by then. Uh, right yeah. now, I think uh, I would love to see a program. You know, depending on what happens with Elimination Chamber, I want to see a Miz Cena program for a bit because I think oh, the Miz Dirt Sheet says you're about to get that, my friend. Good because <laughs> the Miz deserves to be in a high profile feud right now. He is just he's he's back in a form to where he's you're making him want to be seen, or he's making such a splash that you want to see him on screen. Now, did y'all see the uh, the videos of the big guys getting to the ring? Yes. Oh yes. my they god! They actually rode a cart. I was, I was fucking, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And you got to give some credit to WWE and their camera work because you, I had no flipping no, nobody, clue that was going on. Nobody had an idea except the people there. Well, yeah, but I mean, anybody watching it, we would have never known. Man, what made I, it great? What great? What made it great? Seriously, great was. And I'm going a little ahead of ourselves when Undertaker came out. And he's like, man, fuck that. That's the long-ass way. I'm just going to teleport in this bitch. <laughs> yeah. right in the middle. He's like, motherfucker, I can teleport. I ain't going down that long-ass ramp. What do I look like? Yeah, you know, and and I'm just the, sitting, I fucking chuckled. You know, another thing we noticed during the pay-per-view, it looks like um, Big E had two uh, scars on, on both knees. Yeah, it was during the, their little commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's crazy. I had no idea he had those type of surgeries. Hmm. But, um, oh, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. The uh, uh, I was just saying, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So, can we just go ahead and talk about Roman at thirty right now? 
Yeah, sure. Can we talk about the 18 <laughs> reaction videos? My favorite. I love the reaction oh, videos. My favorite, oh, my favorite. Oh, my God. The they're amazing. Actually sitting in the audience. Yes, that is my one favorite one. sitting in the audience. I mean, he went from <laughs> smile to seriously, what the fuck at this moment. I mean, that was like the greatest. But, yeah, none of us were happy here when uh, Reigns came out. Uh, and it was really only because there wasn't a, like a, a true surprise entrant. Yeah, there was one surprise, exactly. but it was kind of predictable. We all we all predicted Ty Dellinger to right. come in at 10, and we all still loved it. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, but, no, yeah. and the real big surprise I really was hope- Mark Henry. I totally forgot Mark Henry. I mean, I didn't forget Mark Henry was still working there. I totally forgot it was in Texas, and Mark Henry was in the Rumble, and that's where he's from. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, no, that he, okay, well-deserved. Yeah, yeah, Here's yeah, yeah. my thing with Roman being at 30, because, yes, like many everyone, like every red-blooded American who isn't a woman or a huge Roman Reigns fan, I was disappointed. More disappointed at the fact that it was not any of the guys that I wanted to be at 30. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I'm not upset Roman Reigns is in the Royal Rumble. The only thing that blew my mind a little bit with Roman being at 30 is, like, if you're going to put him in a rumble, why not have Strowman stick around so Roman can get his receipt? Yeah, that would have yeah. been good. That would have been good. I would have loved – that's what I would have – because as soon as it would have – the soon as Braun attacked Roman Reigns in the title match, I'm like, oh, my God, I just realized that match could be fucking amazing because Roman can actually make that dude look even more sc- like leave him look more scarier and still like and probably still pick up the victory in a sense of like oh shit he actually just beat Braun but you know Braun could still look like a world beater. Yeah, and here's something that could they work. Here's something they could have done. Uh Braun comes out say 13, 12, 13, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Just starts throwing people out left and right and then probably around maybe 17, 18 Roman comes out. And it's just those two in the ring beating the hell out of each other, and they could yeah, do yeah, like yeah, just exactly that, just yeah. like and, he, and Roman comes down all hobbled and shit. Now the only problem that you would have had Roman coming out that early is like okay, if Roman's in there, then why ain't AJ Styles in the Rumble? Yep, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Other than, other than the fact that AJ Styles pretty much got pretty much died in the middle of the ring. There, <laughs> there's that he died. Yeah. He got he got seen it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that you know, <laughs> he died. There was no coming back from that. But Roman at least had Roman's match was earlier in the night, so he can at least kind of hobble his ass down there. But there's but, so many things I think they could have done better with thirty. Samoa Joe. Yeah. No. Oh, trust yeah, me. Absolutely. I believe you. I'm with you. Samoa Joe. Maybe Finn Balor. You know, Balor was difficult because we don't know if he was. Yeah. Apparently, well, they, they um, had supposedly. What I heard, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shaggy. Okay, from what I heard, because uh, you know I listened to uh, Jim Smallman's uh, podcast with uh, Tuesday Night Jaw, and you know they he was and Finn was in the UK at the time, and a lot of them, even th- and you know those are wrestlers and promoters, they're looking at Finn like you're lying to us, man. You're going to be in the Rumble, and Finn's like sitting there telling them like, no, I'm not, I'm not cleared, and they swear to, and they swear he was lying because they say he's such an awful liar. But um, they were genuinely shocked when he wasn't there. So he was actually telling the truth. So and I heard he wasn't cleared. I just didn't want to believe it. And then when he didn't come out, I'm like, oh, shit, that's what bummed me out even more. Not even some more Joe who, you know, top five, my favorite of all time. Yep. Even though he wasn't even in it, I'm like, OK, that pisses me off. 
But it also, but then it bummed me out. It's like, oh shit, Finn's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. That super bummed me out. That's why I didn't stay pissed. I was like, oh man, that just means Finn's not healthy. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, he he went and tried to get medically cleared from what I'm from what I have read on other sites and everything, but it didn't work out for him in the end. He just couldn't get cleared. And yeah. that was that was their surprise. Supposedly was Finn Balor for number thirty, but since he couldn't get cleared, they had to do damage control. Yeah. You know, but with but uh, you know, there's so much more you can do with it. You could have had you could have had Samoa Joe. We just had Kurt Angle announced for the Hall of Fame. You could have had Kurt Angle come out. Yep. Kurt and, already you know, said no, though. Kurt pretty much said, "Nah, I'm not going to work for the Rumble." I mean, I, I now now like I said, after sleeping on it, I understand why they put Roman in the match. Because if you're going to have Orton win, instead of Orton getting booed for winning the Rumble, you pretty much, you're booing all, all that heat's going towards Roman. Yep. Mm-hmm. And well, that RKO, you're man. Not. <laughs> well, what did you guys think? What Thoughts on Randy Orton being your Royal Rumble winner? I think it's great. I think, you know, the way it looks like it's going to happen and what I'm hoping is, hap- is going to happen this is going to lead to a Bray Wyatt, at least a short Bray Wyatt championship run. I'm I'm looking forward to that myself. If it if if it does pan out the way that it looks like it's going to pan out, dirt sheets ain't lied to me yet. They saying that uh, I heard way before the Rumble that or, like like probably the week of the Rumble they're saying Randy Orton was going to win the Rumble. And Bray was going to have a lengthy title run in 2017. So, and it was Bray. It was like Bray versus uh, Bray versus Randy at WrestleMania. And I'm sitting here going like, "This is the greatest thing ever." Because honestly, that's one of the best storylines that's on SmackDown. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Point yeah. blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the best, one of the best SmackDown storylines on that is not, and it's not is because it's been going and it's actually making sense and it's starting to get better. Especially when Luke Harper just gets in the ring and you're like, oh shit, the Wyatt's gonna work together. And this motherfucker goes straight after Randy, beats his ass, and then punches Bray. And I'm like, this is the greatest fucking, like, this dissension is the greatest thing I've seen in a minute. And it's making mm-hmm. them all relevant. Well, you know, it's actually working for them. So, and then you got this past week, which I'm going ahead of myself, but like, wrote, like, uh, Luke Harper goes has the tag match with John Cena. And uh, against Randy and Bray, and Luke does not attack Bray. Yeah, Luke that was beats the shit out of Randy. Yeah. That was some not that, attacking Bray. That was actually what they have sometimes in wrestling called good storytelling. He still sees <laughs> yep. Bray as that father type cult leader figure. Which like, is, I was angry, man. I was angry. I'm sorry. I tried to hit you with the sister Abigail. Sorry, but yeah, man. no, that's the only. I had no. The fact that when I saw Roman come down to the ring, I was like, okay, shit, Randy's going to win the Royal Rumble. I'm okay with all of this, only because of who was in the ring at the last three. I'm like, Roman's not winning this because there's no reason for him to win it when they just did the thing with that. I'm like, they just did that to bail him out. And Roman did, and Roman actually did the job for Randy. Yep. Now people were like, oh, why didn't Bray win the Royal Rumble? Like, look, man, at this moment now, if Bray won the Royal Rumble only to go lose at WrestleMania, he'd be no better off than where he was at. He already got that significant win at Survivor Series. Uh, Bray winning that title, no matter how short, would be even more monumental than him winning the Rumble. Dan, yeah. Dan, what are your thoughts? 
I, I, you know, like I said before, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see where it goes. You know, um, Bray finally getting a, a championship run is, you know, one of the benefits of this storyline. You know, and to see how it would pan out at WrestleMania. You know, would, you know would uh, Randy Orton, you know, let him get by with a win and then still be a part of the Wyatt family afterward or whatever and make sure that, you know, the championship stays on Bray for a while, you know? Or, you know, would would Randy turn on Bray, you know, for the sake of the title, you know, for the lure of the title, you know, and say the heck with it, I'm going to be WWE champion, you know? <clears throat> or would Randy beat Bray and then still be a part of the Wyatt family. I'm, you know, there's so many different directions it can go, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's refreshing to have a storyline like this, uh, after all of the, uh, you know, clear cut and dry storylines of WrestleMania has passed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's refreshing writing, you know, it, it's that SmackDown writing style, you know? Yep, it's those NXT writers, man. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. If you guys exactly. had to give a grade overall to the Royal Rumble, what would you guys give it? I'd give it a um, I give it an A minus. Okay. Mike, I'm going to solid B. Okay, Dan, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say B. No, no, no. I'll say A minus. I'll say A minus because the only thing I didn't like was the rumble, and, the, and then the main the main reason that I got pissed off at the rumble was because there were just no surprises. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. we had we had guys that were on the rosters for two hundred five live or NXT and everything, and those are nice surprises. Well, we had guys we haven't seen in a while. Dude, you we only had one. Dude, you only had like one that. dude from NXT and one dude from two hundred five to be in the rumble. Yep, yep exactly. Would have liked Only to, one of them. Then that's insane. Yeah, a couple of them I think could have been knocked out. Like I would have loved to have seen like maybe Pete Dunne come in and do something, or some you know throw in a WWE UK guy, something like that. But I'm gonna get overall because the two title matches, the main title matches were right. incredible. I gave it a B plus. And I'm uh, on a, another thing about the Rumble match itself. I love that Goldberg went over Brock again. Just yeah, that was great. I still love that. Well, when you have diverticulitis and you take a spear, I guess it's going to hurt a lot more than it would if you didn't yeah. have diverticulitis. But I, I just love how, because like when Goldberg came in, everybody's thinking, okay, this may be another Sting thing. He's just going to get you know thrown to everybody, and he may get a win here, but ultimately he's here to put over everybody else. But he's completely dominated Brock Lesnar, and nobody saw that coming. One thing else I want to bring up about this Rumble is Chris Jericho took over the longest cumulative time from Triple H. Yeah. He's now been in the in the Royal Rumble longer than anyone right. else with it, over four hours or something like that. Which yeah. Is, it's close to five. I think. Yeah. 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 Very yeah, impressive. Too bad he was laid out on the outside for, about Oh, it was, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, man. He would, well, and I, he would take like a big move. So it's not like he was falling, falling down from a punch or anything like that. I mean, he was selling and he was being mm-hmm. a heel. He's been, he was outside for about 20 or 30 minutes. He got he came in and got brogue kicked and then rolled back out. Went straight out. 20. <laughs> That's called being a smart heel. Well, so, just- something else I like, though, uh, or something that was just kind of odd. I don't know if anybody really noticed it. You know, Orton came in at 23 and 1, but he only eliminated one person, and hmm. that was Roman Reigns to win it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, I think it's been. 
almost eight years since a babyface won the Rumble and was actually cheered. Do you know who that was? Eight years? Hmm. I'll go ahead. It's Edge. Okay. I mean, he came back. Wait, he was a a face? He he came back from injury and won in seven minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, that's right. Well, okay, if you're going to that route, if you're going to go that route, I was going to say John Cena in 2008. Yeah, I think it then it was 2009 when Edge came back and won it because it was yeah. it was Yeah. So, cuz I watched I watched that Rumble a few months back cuz I I couldn't remember who won it. And then when I when I was like, "Oh, this was the one where Edge came back." And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was a hell of a turn. Let's go yeah, through some Edge quick Edge came back with that fucking beard, that hobo beard. Yeah, man. <laughs> yep. he, he came he came <laughs> back from that I've been in isolation, bitch. I've got a beard. I've been eating nothing but deer and cans of Pork I lived beans. under a bridge. I, I lived in a cabin. I found the cabin they lived in in Red Dawn, and I was living in that shit for me and me and Brock were hanging out at his cabin. And we were just eating nothing but raw deer. We would we would actually hunt them down and bite their throats because we're men with beards. Hung out with my distant cousin, mm, the Wyatt. <laughs> well, let's go through some quick notes, notes and notes before we take a break, and then we'll come back with some trivia. Uh, apparently, this past Monday on Raw, something very tragic happened. Seth Rollins hit another injury. Oh, God. And it they looked say like, it's legit. Yeah, they say it's a legit thing. And there's actually a video of, oh God. of um, Joe putting a chokehold on Seth after he went down. And he asked him, are you okay? And you can see Seth. You, if you read his lips, it says, I hope so. And that's just that's a that's sad right now. He was go, he was mm-hmm. going to have such a great him and Triple H, and Triple H yeah. would have I think it, it would have been like an uh, Okada Omega level type match. They would have that it would have been a very entertaining match. Those guys would have beat the hell out of each other, and it, it just sucks. Easily had possibility to steal the show at WrestleMania. Yeah, easily, easily. So let good healing vibes out there to Seth Rollins, man. Let's hope he. It's nothing too serious, and he can get back out at it as soon as possible. Because when he, I popped as hard as hell when he showed up at Takeover, yeah, I thought that was great, and he had to be carried out. And you know, it's it, it, this is Takeover, right? I mean, great! It's just awesome. It's just awesome. What do you guys save that pay per view? Yep, we didn't even get to In talk about opinion. Takeover. Mm. Yeah, great show. That's all I'm gonna say. Great yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I don't want to mention one thing about that show. Yeah. Roderick Strong did the like the sidewalk slam to dude on top of the turnbuckle. Oh my yeah. god! That just looked brutal. Back I like, jelly. I like I like Roddy Strong. I like uh, that whole card was just great. Well, we can do that another day. Uh, and rounding out news and notes, certain program is going to be coming to Netflix in a couple of weeks. Yes, Lucha Underground season one and two will be on Netflix. So if you have not had a chance to watch it, and you have a Netflix account. Please, I implore you, go watch these two seasons of Lucha Underground because the first season was incredible. Second season was awesome. You get to finally see the whole story of Pentagon Jr. and Vampiro. Uh, you know, you get to see Matanza make his debut in season two. Uh, February fifteenth. February fifteenth. I'm, I'm I'm psyched. I can't wait. Yeah, I, <laughs> just if you have kids, don't put them to bed. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I I it's it's just I love the I love Lucha Underground. 
just because it's something so different and it it's if you need it's it's just for it's the ECW of our times. It's for an, it's not meant for anyone but that eighteen to thirty two demographic. Except the writing's so much better. Yes, 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 and it's just the style that they shoot everything in. It's like from dust till dawn, meets wrestling, meets Telemundo. <laughs> Basically, and I don't dreadhead Kev in the chat room doesn't seem like he's a fan of Lucha Underground. I, it's get with it, Kev. You know better. <laughs> it, it's it really is a great show, you know, and it, it ta- you've got to take a break from, you know, WWE is aimed to. Um, it's aimed towards a whole family demographic. It's not really a wrestling show. We all know that. It's entertainment. You've got Lucha Underground. It's for your hardcore. I need something extremely different. I want to see luchadors flying around and doing all sorts of crazy. And then you have New Japan Pro Wrestling, which if you're a pro wrestling fan and you're not watching New Japan Pro Wrestling, you're doing something wrong because that, I think, is the best pro wrestling company in the world right now next to PWG or a pro a1 pro or anything like that aw pro whatever it is out there in the midwest and and progress i'm not i'm not a shaggy please pimp out progress as best you can right now it's seven fucking dollars <laughs> demandprogress.com go watch that shit please There's, i just ah, i cannot stress this enough do some name drops out there for who's in progress pete dunn tyler Bate, trent seven Roy Johnson, Jimmy Havoc, Will Ospreay, Marty Scroll. Um, Tommy N was out there, was he not? Was he? Tommy N was actually there for this past weekend. You got Mark Andrews. You got like the tag. You know, it's a bunch of other tag teams and stuff. Oh, Zack Saber Jr. Fucking Tommaso Ciampa was there. Samoa Joe. Johnny Gargano, okay, any and all your favorites that you watch on that yep. one on that one other network for nine ninety nine. I guarantee you they are on demand progress, and don't be fucking some. And honestly, do it's like and honestly, don't be fucking surprised because uh, rumor has it WWE is trying to get them over to the network. Yeah, which is a whole nother podcast for. So I'm not gonna delve into that. But until then, go to demandprogress.com. Seven, just seven bucks of your own money that you can just tell yourself you bought one bad cheeseburger and you got a gang of wrestling. You got, you got hours upon hours of wrestling. My favorite storyline of all time belongs to progress, which is the story of Jimmy Havoc. Please, please, please check that shit out. It is amazing. And it's not only just uh, progress. Um, it's Rev Pro. That's another great company out there in the U.S. And I've got to watch, um, it was uh, Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle Kurt Angle over there. Oh, my God, that's a hell of a wrestling match. I love that match. There's just there's so much out there other than the WWE. Um, there's just so many other press. And I'm not trying to talk down about the WWE. They have their fan base. I am. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to say that, you know, there's other stuff out there to watch. There's, if you're a wrestling fan, pro wrestling fan, go watch this. On the Fight TV app now, there's Throwback Championship Wrestling that features a lot of Memphis wrestling guys. There is, uh, you know, there's ROH on the the Fight app is actually pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff on it. There's Ring of Honor puts a weekly TV show on it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they do all sorts of pay-per-views on it. I mean, there's just so much wrestling content out there to where if you get tired of the WWE, you can take a break from it. And sometimes you just have to. And speaking of breaks, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll come back with a trivia segment. This is the Oversell Podcast. Can you feel it, sir? It's time for a little bit of wrestling trivia. Well, guys, Derek fucked up this week and allowed my crazy ass to run trivia. (laughs) (laughs) Just call me Black Alex Trebek. (laughs) As you know, Derek loves this trivia section, as we all do. We We have so much fun doing it. So he actually hit me up and said, hey, would you like to run trivia this week? I'm like, when did you start smoking? <laughs> <laughs> it's not legal in Tennessee yet. Exactly. So I'm kind of figuring out, like, where'd you get it from? And I'm like, I'm not going to snitch. But I'm at the same point, I'm just like, yo, you got you to figure this out. Because why would you ask me this? The, your show's already... Every time I come on your show, I seem to hijack it with my stupidity. And yet, like, and yet you keep inviting me back. Well, you know, with this trivia segment, I think it's going to give birth to something really great over the line to where we could probably start making, you know, a whole wrestling podcast trivia or wrestling trivia podcast, which is kind of my goal for it. But right now, keeping it contained to a little segment here on the show is a little bit easier than trying to do a whole whole uh, Show. Yeah. yeah. Big <laughs> <Hey>, line. <laughs> okay. This trivia question, as I'm going to do, will be based on a point system. I'm going to accumulate. Like, um, first round will be worth five points. The second round will be worth ten. Whoever, after the two rounds, has the most points accumulated. We'll go on to the final round in which there's only two correct answers. So whoever gets it right, will get it right. And if we have a tiebreaker, I'm just going to ask you to pick a number out of my ass and we'll go from there. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So as you know, these are, as you know, we had the Royal Rumble this weekend. And of course, because I thought I was coming on last week instead of this week. I figured I'll just do some more Royal Rumble questions, and I'm hoping we didn't get the ones this last week, but I am going to start with my first question. Yay. Indeed. (laughs) I'm going to name some Royal Rumble winners. One by year, and I'm, I'm gonna give you all guys at least three chances to name. To, I'm gonna name out a random year. You're gonna give me the person who won the rumble. This is easy because if you paid attention, you already know these answers. And I'm just give you some a softball. <laughs> Derek, you're the captain of the ship, so I'll be going with you first. 
Who won the 1995 Royal Rumble? Stone Cold Steve Austin. 1995. Oh, Shawn Michaels. All right. See, you're lucky I love you because I damn sure was going <laughs> to let you answer that. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Who won 1992? Uh... Yeah, I have no clue. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, the answer is Ric Flair. Oh, that was okay. That, that was the one. Okay, for the title. Hey, that, that is the, the question that fucked me over. Part of the question that fucked me over at Sarita Trivia. The question was who was uh uh who was Ric Flair's executive consultant? Right. During that Mr. run Terrific. during the WWE, and it was Kurt Hennig and. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And it involved mm-hmm. that 1992. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I hate trying to. Dan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who won the Royal Rumble in 2012? Oh, shit. Um, was it Batista? Incorrect, my man. The correct answer oh. was Seamus. Oh, yeah. Seamus. Oh, yeah. Fucking Seamus. So, Fuck Seamus. So Derek's. So Derek's the only one on the board with five points. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna ask you, Derek. I'm gonna ask you one more time. Uh, who won the Royal Rumble in 1993? That was was that Hogan? Incorrect, my man. Damn it. That was Yokozuna. Ah, the Samoan that was a Yokozuna. Yep. Yeah. Mike, who won in 2002? Triple H. My man on the board. All right. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Dan? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who won 2004? 2004. Mm. <clears throat> <sighs> um... I'll give you a hint. This rumble technically doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, it was Benoit. <laughs> there you go. Jesus. <laughs> technically, it doesn't exist. All right, I I only gave him the soft. I only I only gave him that one because I hadn't talked to Dan in forever, <laughs> and the fact that I was just like, let me help him out because he's struggling because this rumble don't even exist to the yeah. masses. <laughs> also, I wanted to make network? it to the. <laughs> Exactly. Like what year? Hmm? <laughs> um, I kind of want to keep doing this. Keep going. Keep going. This is fun. This is five, all right. Yeah. I'm going to do one more round with this and we'll go into the second round. Dang, that's just the first round. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> third, third, round's only, like, third round's only for the two, like, only for the two people. What do, you think right. of, what do you think about this, Zandig? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek. Who won in 2007? His name is John Cena. Do, 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 do. You're wrong as fuck. <laughs> <It's> Undertaker. <laughs> Damn it. 
Good John one. Cena won in 08. Ah, I, I was said. close. I was close. <laughs> which I just said <laughs> earlier. Okay. All right. All right. Who won in, it's like Mike, who won in 2009? Uh, let's see. Some bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'll go Batista on that one. It was his evolutionary brother, Randy Randall Keith Orton, uh, okay. in two thousand nine. Uh, Dan, mm-hmm. who won in nineteen eighty nine? Eighty nine. Holy crap! Um, I'll do this because you're the oldest out of the bunch. <laughs> By like a year, or if that. How old are you, Dan? Thirty eight. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> See, I'm a, well, look, I'm the fan Jesus. here. I pay attention. Jesus. About to be 39 in March. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, Personally, buddy, I can't help you out here. I can because it's a guy. Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. Um, because Hogan won, and that, but before Hogan, it was. It had to have been the first one. Was that the first one? 88's the first one, and Hacksaw won that one. Yeah. So. I'll go ahead and say. I'll say Hulk Hogan. Because I know he run. Well, no, wait, no. Wait, he won two in a row, but he won. That wasn't the year he won. And nope. That was. <clears throat> did I stump you? Because you did 92. That was Ric Flair. Yes, it did. Um, God, I should know this. I don't know if you're going to kick yourself if you did, but because um, Rumble didn't really start getting popular to the 90s anyway. Jesus! Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go ahead. It was Big John Stud. Oh, ah, I should have yeah. known that. That's two that I would have got. <laughs> all right, guys, we are tied at five apiece. Man, because we're all dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think yep. we're dumb. We've just we've seen more Royal Rumbles than we can remember. Yeah, you remember you remember the other ones. You just don't remember the you just don't remember the older ones. Yeah. And I, it is pretty funny because I and the only re, the only person we get crap here to. Is Derek because I just said John Cena won in 2008 <laughs> and he didn't listen. I'm like, man. Well, it could have been on. a, you know, I asked a couple of weeks ago who were the only three back to back, and I guess John Cena wasn't one of those. Oh, well. Anyway, next question. <laughs> All right. This round is worth 10 points. <laughs> so. Shibata, that's my yep. answer. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Jesus I'm Christ. I'm kidding. <laughs> This round is worth 10 points, and there's only so many wiggle room that I'm going to give you. You're only going to be able to get two chances. Okay. I like this style of trivia. It's a good job, bud. The cor- Now, the question is, there's 10 
WWE's and WWF superstars who were WWE and world champions, but they never won a Rumble. Wait, we'll say that again. I need you to name me. I have a list of champ. I have a list here of ten WWE superstars who's never won the Royal Rumble. However, I want you to give me the champions. Okay. Who have? I want you to give me the WWE superstars who have been champions, world or WWE otherwise. You know, for you know the big gold belt in WWE or the actual WWE heavyweight champion. Okay. Who's won those titles? Who has never won a Rumble? Can I go first? <laughs> you are going to go first. Chris Jericho. Jericho's won. Ten points for <laughs> I got 10 points. I knew it right off the top. I had Jericho never won a Rumble. Watch, he doesn't get anything else right. <laughs> that, I don't that. care. I got the one that mattered. <laughs> He's we like got that. It, He's got the easiest one. <laughs> we got it, Chris. That's one off we the list. <laughs> Mike, you're up. Kurt Angle. Mike with 10 points. Ooh. 15. Dan? Hmm. Um. Ultimate Warrior. Survey says he's actually not on my list. I don't remember him winning a Rumble. But he actually, it's like, yeah, but he actually, actually, let me check something. I don't think, he's not on my list, but a technicality. That actually is correct because he never won a rumble. Hmm. So I'll give you that. Because he you was world that champ. Wikipedia page. No, 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 no. This one, this this particular one, they're giving me are like popular wrestlers. But at the same uh-huh. time, I, I'm going by champions on this list. Um. Okay, Derek. Daniel Bryan. Another point. Ten points for Derek. Ha! Because <laughs> now it's starting. Now it's starting to get to the nitty gritty. Mike, Eddie Guerrero, or Eddie. Wow, Eddie Damn. never won a rumble. That's crazy. Uh, the Miz. Hot damn! All right. Now it's going to get to the point now if you're going to name them they're going to be like they're going to be wrong. Like you, you give me one correct incorrect answer which is going to be which is going to be kind of hard at this point. <clears throat> yep. But there's only so many ones I'm looking on this one. Now I want you to give me Let's see. We already said Kurt. We said Daniel Bryan. One, two. Buckle my shoe. Three, four. Shut the dough. Five. <laughs> Six. I'll make this very interesting. There are five guys on this list that I'm looking for. Okay. You guys actually have named Jericho, who's on this list. You've named Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle on this list. Now I'm looking for five guys in particular. Since I all you since I you you three are tied, but now we're playing the elimination game because one of you fuckers needs to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Out of the five guys that's on this list, and I'm not telling you on this list, and even though you're thinking of a world champ that has been on this list, I mean, that isn't on this list, I'm not going to count them. Derek, give me one. CM Punk. Son of a bitch. I thought no one was going to name him. <laughs> I, dude, I, I know you. I know CM Punk is your boy, and I knew any trivia I, question I was, was going to happen. There, it's like, if, you fuckers don't, if one of you fuckers don't name Punk, I'm going to be upset. Woo! Kicking ass. <laughs> Four guys <laughs> left on this list. Mike. Kane. God damn. On fire. <laughs> Kane is on this list. Three. Undertaker. That is incorrect. Undertaker was a world champion, and he's won the Rumble. When did he win the Rumble? He won the Rumble. 2007? Wasn't that what we said earlier? Yep. Yep. Well, that's news to me. He won the Rumble in 2007. I him winning the, the Rumble. That was the year. Yeah, that was the year he went to... Uh, no, that was John Cena the year after. Yeah, Undertaker won the Rumble, and that's when he took on... Um, Batista, I believe, in Arizona. Street, yeah, street huh. versus title. Mm-hmm. So is it back to me? No, actually, Dan is eliminated. Okay, I'm eliminated. So it is. So it is. <laughs> because after that, and I'll tell you who's on the. I'll tell you who's on the list. Well, well, ten, No, no, no. Because my my actual my actual bonus round question to get the winner from here. Oh God! Because I know this is is uh this is probably the deepest <laughs> trivia segment we've ever had. I told you, you done, I told you, you done fucked up, son. Dread Dreadhead Kev twenty two in our chat room says he would kick CM Punk's ass, laughing my ass off. You're giving people with dreadlocks a bad name, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and he also on says Dan list, is on the list on of Jericho. List, yeah, on this list, uh, Goliath, Jesus. the website Goliath, is, is uh, pointing out 10 WWE superstars who've never won the Royal Rumble. Um, now, on this list, there's people who are also, they included champs and not champs. Um, and number 10 is Mr. Perfect, ah. who is not a champion, but he's never won the Rumble. Number nine is Chris Jericho, which Derek answered. Woo. Number eight is Kane, which Mike answered. Yep. Number seven which is funny because they put two guys at seven. They put Big Show, who was not a champion, or The Rock, who at that point, at that point, they that was that year at Royal Rumble that Rock or Big Show did win the Royal Rumble, but it was all in the air, so they just had the four-way Jesus. match at WrestleMania 2000. Right. Yep. That's on the list. Number six, Randy Savage, who was on uh, my list yeah. for champions who's never won the Rumble. Number five, also on my list of champions who never won the Royal Rumble, Mick Foley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number four, Ted DiBiase. I was going to say I, that was I was going to name him eventually, but he was never a world champ. I oh, believe. yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. CM Punk was number three. Yeah. Number two was Kurt Angle. Yeah. And number one, Daniel Bryan. Now, Derek and Mike. All right, bring it. This this is <laughs> this is one. This is the one that I'm going to give you, 
And if both of you fuckers get this right, then we go to the bonus round. Oh, jeez. The, like, elimination <laughs> chamber bonus round. Oh, God. All right. This is, like, turning into a barbed now, wire rope exploding. Exactly. Just, like, barbed wire wrapped in... Wrapped in fucking with plastic like, explosives around the ring with two like fluorescent light bulbs and and there's like it's at the Panama City Beach show that yep. WCW do but there's piranha in the pool around it. The Basham brothers are like the enforcers. What the hell is? Yeah, that? see that? Yeah, Whoa. that's how. Yeah, yeah, and there's like trained snipers to where if you make it out, if you try to escape through the piranha pool and get through the pool, then they shoot you. Yeah, this trivia segment's going way too this far. Is, this, all right, <laughs> let, yeah, sorry, sorry. Let's get to the question. All right, both you boys are tied. Like both you boys are tied at thirty-five. So we all know Chris Jericho broke Triple H's record for longest cumulative time in the Royal Rumble. Yep. Taking away Triple H, I need you to name me who else is on the list. For longest time in the Rumble. Here's a hint. Besides those two, there's four dudes. Okay. <laughs> Derek, you're first. Uh, Rey Mysterio. He is one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. Kane. Kane is one. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Sean Sean Michaels. And that is correct. <laughs> There's only one more dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I don't even know and if Mike gets him and if Mike gets him, I wish this witch's man this I will never doubt that motherfucker again. <laughs> Who is the last dude who's actually spent the most time in the Royal Rumble? <sighs> Um, ah, hell, I don't know. I'm going to say Orton. Ooh, sorry. What, you're going to kick yourself because you're fucking close. It's his legacy partner, Cody Rhodes. Oh, wow. Wow. Three <laughs> hours, eight wow. minutes, and 30 seconds. Wow. Dang. Yeah, I found that out. Rec- I found that out recently because he was actually he tweeted it out. He was on the list of Royal Rumble competitors who's been in the Rumble for that long. So he's number seven. Wow. Damn. That's we awesome, actually man. don't need to go to the final bonus triple, quadruple, double <laughs> elimination chair on Glorious. fire bonus round. Eric is your winner Glorious. this week. Glorious. And with... I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. <laughs> and I will defend. I will defend. Yes. Ah. It feels good to win. Yeah. I had another champion that hadn't won the Rumble. Yeah. Well, at least I don't think he won the Rumble. Kevin Nash. Dean a- Actually, shit. Hold on. Dean Ambrose. JB. Did JBL ever win a Rumble? No, I mean, I mean that list no. could go a yeah, lot yeah, longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that was, you know, if it would have yeah, got that to that, that list is a that lot longer. These were like, I don't know how old that website was, but it gave me, it was giving me current, it was giving me, I guess, big names. It was kind of giving me big name stars. Right. At the same time, it could. I just kind of was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna take them when I was on that list," because I knew once we kind of eliminated the obvious ones, it was gonna. That's why I said that one's easy. Right, right. The second one, the sec. This that one was to get your points up. 
The other one was to kind of like, all right, I got to get rid of you guys. Um, <laughs> well, man, I got to say that I actually really enjoyed that. That was a very fun series of question, questions, man. We'll no to, problem. No well, problem. I want to get. Asked, did you want to hear the last? Did you want to take a crack at the last one? Since I had, you know it? what? I'm yeah. up, I'm all up for rubbing it in Mike's face when I win, <laughs> and Dan too. <laughs> The order of the questions right, is what he got it because I knew Light- Benoit right, and Mr. I knew Mr. Big John Stud. Yeah, I just now see. Here's the funny thing, Dan. I actually wanted you to win. I was gonna rig this, but then I would have never heard it. I would have never heard the end from Derek at all. <laughs> at all, like Derek would have fucking just been like, "Yeah, man, whatever." <laughs> the entire uh-huh. time. But um, all right, Derek. Number twenty-seven in the rumble is the luckiest number with the most rumble with the roast rumble winners at four. What are the uh, what are the other two Royal Rumble numbers that just as close with three winners? Man, that, that's a stat that I think they did the other night too. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I remember it actually. Uh, I know, and I know, and I, I know Batista. Won it from the same spot twice, and that was twenty eight. So I'm going to say twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Is that one of them? No. Dang. Okay, I guess I'm not really rubbing it in the face there. Uh, was it two? No, sir. One. I'm going to stop you right there. Fourteen. Yourself. I I want to um, I want to guess real quick. <laughs> it's uh, twenty four and thirty. Thirty. Yeah, I okay. knew thirty. Okay. okay. Yeah, 24. Who won it at 24? Hulk Hogan won in 24 in 91, and The Rock won it in 24 in 2000, which they're kind of giving it to him at that point. And 24, what was the other one? It was three of them. One, oh, Steve Austin in 98 won at 24. And 30, of course, was Triple H, Undertaker, and John Cena. Hmm. Well, it's that time. It's time for a Memphis wrestling moment, Mike. I think I found one that I can both read and read the results of. Always a pleasant surprise. Yes, because Mike don't read good. (laughs) All right, this is Tuesday. That was a Tuesday wrestling one. Ah. January 5th, 1982. Mid-South Coliseum. Championship Wrestling presents Wrestling. Starting at the bottom of the card, Stan Lane versus Chief Thundercloud, Dream Machine versus Roy Rogers, Bobby Eaton versus Rick Morton, first main event, Southern Heavyweight title match, no time limit, no disqualifications, Dutch Mantel versus Sweet Sugar Brown with Jimmy Hart, second main event, The Midnight Express versus Rick and Robert Gibson, last main event, Bill Dundee and Steve Kern versus Cuban and Iranian Assassins with Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart would manage anybody. And well, that's a lost art in itself. We could talk. That's a whole another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Stan Lane beat Chief Thundercloud. Roy Rogers defeated Gypsy Joe, which I guess that changed. Rick Morton won by disqualification over Bobby Eaton. Dutch Mantel retained Southern Heavyweight Title, defeating Sweet Brown Sugar. Rick and Robert Gibson defeated Midnight Express uh, by disqualification. The Cuban and Iranian Assassins upset win over the Southern Tag Champions Bill Dundee and Steve Kern in non-title bout attendance 4,636 on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Back in 82. That's very 
Very cool. Uh, that's all I've got for this week. This has been a long show, but we it's been a, a lot. It's been a very fun show. It's been fun. Uh, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, guys, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Shaggy, who you got? Um, huh. I'm going to go... Huh. I think we'll just go with... Mm, fuck it. It's Black History Month. I'm going to go with um my buddy represents over there and it's like who represents over in the Carolinas my man Darius Lockhart who actually is uh my Black History Month wrestler of the week this week very cool Dan mm-hmm. uh your new NXT champion Bobby Roode very cool very cool <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was going with Bobby Roode very good very mm-hmm. cool is that is that who you're officially taking yeah I'm okay. taking that um, I'm going to have two because I got to give props to this local guy that's going to be, uh, he's going to be in the ring of honor prospect tournament. That's Raphael King. Yes. I'm, I'm, that's, nice. that's, I think that's a big deal for him. <laughs> and you know, uh, Kevin in the chat room says his is Dustin star, uh, for, I'm going to also go with Kevin Owens because I think him and Roman Reigns had a fantastic match and I love, it's just, that was it probably was the best match of the night was Styles Cena. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite match of the night was Ambrose. And, I mean, I'm sorry, Owens and Owens and Reigns. Owens and Reigns. Right. Yeah. So, Raphael King and Kevin Owens are my superstars of the week. So, guys, before we go to, uh, I wanted to uh, plug the NWA Smoky Mountain show coming up. Uh, yeah, go that ahead. I'm announcing uh, the. Uh, it's Ke- called Encore, okay. and uh, it's. Uh, Saturday, February 11th, 7.30, Kingsport Civic Auditorium, Kingsport, Tennessee. And the main event has Jason Kincaid and Chase Owens. No time limit, no rules. There must be a winner. And it's their final match, supposedly. Cool. Uh, And it's for the NWA Southeastern title, uh, which Jason Kincaid has held for the last five years. Oh, wow. So. Very cool. And uh, Jason just got signed with uh, WWN uh, for uh, Evolve and all them guys. So, oh, that is awesome. Evolve is such a great show. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be uh, wrestling for them very, very soon. Uh, we've got Kevin in the chat room says his superstar of the week is John Cena. Do, 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 do. Folks, that's going to be it for this week. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. At One Dangerous Dan, and I'm on Facebook as well, Dangerous Dan Matthews. That's your cue. Shaggy oh. Leaf. <laughs> I forgot I had my uh, mic beat. Uh, Shaggy Black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. That's going to be it for this week. Also, be sure you head over to oversellpodcast.com and listen to all of our episodes right there. And also, while you're doing it, check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. There's no extra fees or hidden fees like it's or anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast by shopping on Amazon like you're already going to do. I actually bought recently another card game 
through our Amazon link. I'm getting addicted Yay. to these card games. I've got now early American Chrononauts. So you can you can literally find anything on there. You're helping out us a podcast. We just get a small commission on any sale that's made. Also, the easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes or wherever podcasts are available. If you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review and leave some comments. We will read them on the air. That's it for this week, folks. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us in the chat room. You can join us every week there at mixlr.com slash oversell podcast. Thank you for listening. This is the Oversell Podcast.